Hello, everyone. I want to take this opportunity to say thank you. As you go at the Golden Boot, so do our needs, but we cannot do it without you. We ask that you continue to like our posts, share our content, and subscribe to our YouTube, Facebook, and other social media platforms. You may also visit thegoldenboot.com for the latest merch. If you would like to make a financial donation, you can do so through Cash App at Money Sign Golden Boot or through PayPal at paypal.me slash golden boot. We look forward to bringing you more laughs, knowledge, and entertainment. And again, thank you for your endless support. Sincerely and respectfully, the Golden Boot team. The views and opinions expressed in the Golden Boot podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Golden Boot podcast as a whole. Y'all ready to get rolling? Quiet on the set. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Golden Boot presents HBCU. Wow. Yeah, I caught myself. I messed up. Anyway, welcome back to another episode of HBCU. Wow. It's your boy Pooh Bell. I got my man Aunt Petty Murphy in the building. What's good, my boy? How you doing this evening? What's happening? Nothing much. Nothing much. Uh, I tell you what, it's been a lot of it's been a lot of debates on on Twitter, and I had to say. WWDCD. What would Dr. Cavill do? What is it doing? Matador, Matador. I ignored it though. I started going at him. Nah, just playing, man. It's but uh nah man. It's I been just sat back and read and then I sat back and listened last night in uh I got Josh of HBC United Twitter space. Uh it was a lot of fireworks. No, I just ate my popcorn and you know enjoyed the show. Yeah, yeah, that's all you can do. Uh, man, I'm all the way kind of jacked up, man. I ain't even download the notes, man. The topics I know what we're talking about, but I just ain't download. But uh, before we get started, like we say every every night, man, appreciate y'all for tuning in. You could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. We appreciate that. Uh, shout out to our man, our stat keeper. Chuck checking in from Monroe. Uh, hey, shout out to them boys from Tigers Avenue. What's well, good, Zach? Guys. Zach and, and, and Reagan. I'm sure that's Zach. Reagan probably somewhere preaching. Uh, but you know how it go. Also, 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 y'all know what it is. We still trying to give away this money. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, lock in, help us get to this quick 1000 You can win $100. You know what I'm saying? If you, if you, if you help us get there by referring people, you win them. You can win this hundred dollars. I was about to mess up, man. I was gonna say we're getting away a thousand. 
it ain't gonna happen. It but, must be coming from your bank account. No, 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 no. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. If it come from my, it can come from my bank account. It's gonna return. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, man. But we got some things to talk about, man. Let's go ahead and jump into it. I think I'm I think I'm set, man. I think I'm set. I think I'm set. Yeah. Yeah, I'm set. All right. Here we go. Jackson State women. Let's start there. Dominance. Story over. <laughs> Dominance. Coach Tamika Reed uh does it again, man. It's is this uh was there any doubt? No, <laughs> no, I, you know what? I think I ain't gonna say there was doubt, but there was a little hope when, when they lost the prayer view. People was like, Oh, oh yeah, oh, and then it was yeah. like Jackson State was like, Nah, we trip, we got yeah. it. Wasn't even a trip, bro. That was just like a little slide, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't that, even that Drake slide that. when he had that song, yeah. But yeah, man. Uh, they won their fourth straight. Um, they what? What? How many years? What? It's four straight. But how many? They what? Lost one game in what? Three years? One one conference game? Three years? Two years? I believe two or yeah. I think it was either one or two conference games. Three years, something like that. Yeah, bro. That's that's. Yeah, it ain't. Sooner or later, you know, everybody else gonna eventually have to try. You know, what I mean, to step that game up or. Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel like it has to be a point to where the league catches up to him a little bit. Yeah. Don't you, I mean? Yeah. No, I mean like, don't you think like? So there was it, it remind. So you look at the dominance that Connecticut Gene uh, mm-hmm. Ariyama had for for those years. Um, they had all that dominance. Eventually caught up with them. Yeah. Um, you got South Carolina now. Um, it it eventually catch up because you you got LSU on their heels. Yeah, um, not just LSU, but you know what I mean. You got yeah, Stanford, Stanford a whole yeah. bunch of teams. You know that's yeah. You got um, you you got Jackson State, and all you can think about is who who could challenge them in the sweat. Um, it, we thought that maybe you know what I'm saying if if there was ever a crossover, Morgan State was. Somebody caught Morgan State. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm. I don't know. I'm not gonna predict who it is. Yeah, and I no, don't no, think. Yeah. It, I don't think it necessarily is going to be just one specific team. I think there will be sort of like a re, a, re, a regression to the mean. You know, what I'm saying from from Jack by Jackson State a little bit, and there will be kind of an advanced or you know. Uh, an increase in play by everyone else, you know, yeah. and I'm not saying that Jackson State is not going is going to start losing conference or something like that. You know, what I mean, I just don't think it'll be undefeated in conference play or one loss. You know, five years in a row. I just I can't see that being becoming a trend. You know, but if it does, you know, more power to Coach Reed. Yeah, but I just I have to imagine that that has to stop sooner or later. Yeah. Um... But yeah. it hadn't yet, so yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't even. Um, I ain't putting my money on it. No, no, no. Uh, speaking of not putting money on it, um, Zach said, I heard y'all was giving away a thousand dollars. Yep, mm, 
Nope, heard wrong. Clean your ears out. And then uh Yep, see, he they, knows. they say big pockets pew uh sent that uh send that one K. Uh send me uh send me one K subscribers and I'll send you a hundred dollars. A hundred. That's what we said. A hundred. Wow. But uh I'm on one in here. Say salute. What's good, my What's boy? What's good with you, man? Appreciate you being here with us. Chuck chimes in and says, uh, yeah, we did see this. Uh, Jackson State's president, Thomas Hudson, has been placed on administrative leave. Dr. Elaine Hayes, Anthony, has been named uh, temporary acting president. Yeah. Saw that. A lot of crazy stuff going on in Jackson yeah. right now. They passed a crazy law. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Jackson. Crazy. They're trying to go back to them days. Unfortunately, don't surprise me. Yeah. Um, let's not say too much. Brett Favre might be trying to sue us. Him, his... I ain't got nothing. You better. <laughs> he got, he just, um... I ain't got nothing. Yeah. He sued me. Now he gonna get his microphone and his ear, <laughs> AirPods. <laughs> so I got it. Hey, uh. <laughs> Uh, no, right now Norfolk State is playing Howard. Howard is up seventeen seven right now. Uh, so it's interesting, interesting. But is uh, that Howard, then? Yeah, is that Howard? <clears throat> mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> we just all he can get is his microphone. Um, uh, we I, I was going to say we we probably I think we had a we had a, th- a thousand subscribers, but uh, Brett Ford decided to uh. Send on the Southern Miss. But uh Jackson State on the men's side. Let's let's go there. Uh Coach Mo Williams, man. Oh man. Started off slow. Started off slow. Uh Jackson State has finished strong. And if I'm not mistaken, they're what second or a tie for second, third, or oil. Yeah, tie for third. third. Tie. Well, depending on how you want to do this, all right. Cause you got a tie for I, first. I, I ain't gonna do the tiebreaker. I mean, ain't, yeah. But yeah, so you got a tie for first. And mm-hmm. then you got a tie for the second place. Oh, so they have um, like tie for fifth. Or, or tie for fourth. Or high or tie for third. Whatever have you want to do it. Whatever. Yeah. So it's it's all Alcorn and Graham both sitting at 13 and 3. Mm-hmm. And Southern and Jack State both sit at 10 and 6. So um yeah, I mean Jackson State was what one and twelve. In in non conference, some some like that. Yeah, at one point because we talked about they they had only one one road game, road conference game all season. Well, no, I'm just saying in non conference play they were like when before sweat play they was one in eleven, one in something like that. They had only won like one game going into conference play, Mm -hmm. and to win ten games in conference play in a in a tough sweat conference where anybody can beat anybody on any any given night as we've seen these past few last weekend and and Monday you know so I I I mean it's very impressive for Mo Williams I mean I didn't think that they would be this competitive in the swag after what I saw at the beginning of the year yeah um is is his first season um, and I stated before that maybe they'll get rolling. I was not expecting this. Um, they rattled off some impressive wins, um, <clears throat> and even had some impressive losses where they, you know, saying challenged some teams and, and pushed them to the brink. So, um, some great comebacks. Uh, when they played Southern, they were down by 20 or so. Uh, they were down by like 27 at half and came back and ended up losing by nine. I mean, granted, it's nine points, but that was an impressive 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Come back. So, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Mo Williams and the things he's doing. Speaking of stuff. <clears throat> Talk to him. I know you saw that play. Buzzbeater for Monday night. I know you saw I it. I did. I the, did. The play was number one on Sports Center. Like, I feel bad for the young man, but. Young man from uh, Fam, you right? Yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah. yeah the man got a family. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, like, that was a very clutch shot and a big win for Southern because it keeps them right there. You know, obviously, like I said earlier, top Jack State for second, third, however you want to look at it. You know, they're right there in the top four. So, I mean, if you if you're looking at if you're looking at it from Southern standpoint, you know, you obviously the season kind of got away from you a little bit. You, you kind of mm-hmm. went on a slide, but being able to to you know come away with a victory on Monday, and, you know, set you set keeps you set up nicely going into conference tournament play. So. That was a big win for Sub. Yeah. Um, hold on, I want to try something with the with the with the look real quick. I just want to see. Ooh, shit, boy. That's a little too close, eh? <laughs> <laughs> nah, we're gonna stick with what we got. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man. Um, yeah, so um you mentioned there's a tie at the top. Alcorn was in the lead and um Mm-hmm. Slipped up a time or two, and Grambling has, uh, with a very impressive defense, very impressive defense has, has come into clamps. Yeah, has come into it and into their own, and basically have fought their way to be tied at the top. Um, yep, yep, yep. I'll look at that and have to play them again. I, honestly, I believe. Uh, I think it'd be a different game this time around. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll still, they still. Playing decent ball, they they weren't playing as good as they were probably about a month ago. Mm-hmm. You know, they kind of came back down to earth a little bit. But Gremlin, I think, has kind of found themselves. Um, some of their offenses started to, you know, make shots offensively. They, but their defense, like you said, I think they're like fourth in in NCAA defense. Like that's a team that is going to take you out of what you want to do offensively. And so, unless you have a you know, one of them grinded out type of type of teams going against Gremlin, you're probably not going to be able to play the type of game you want to play. So that's a team I, we've said time and time again, nobody wants to see them in the conference, bro, in the tournament, because it's going to be hard for you to get ready for that, especially, you know, back-to-back type games and all that. Like, that, they're going to take a lot out of you playing Gremlin. And all right, right now, they up on Alabama's Alabama A&M 24-17, but they, it's just that, that's just the type of team, you know, they they slow you down, they make you play their pace, and they put them clamps on you, but I, I, I think it's a chance they still could could win outright, the, the, the regular season outright. Yeah, they're going to need some help. I can see yeah, it. I, yeah, they are. But if it, if I had to choose which which one of the two would, would slip first, I'm I'm probably looking at Alcorn right now. Unfortunately, yeah, Alcorn bad, right now they tied with Valley right now. Yeah, them big, <clears throat> excuse me, them big bad Braves, man. I, I I still believe in y'all, but they just big Braves right now. They ain't too bad right now. All right, well, the coming after you. I ain't. I ain't. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> saying, man. I'm with, I'm with y'all, man. <laughs> they, but yeah, I'm just saying they. 
You you right though. They don't look like right. the same team from you know from two yeah. three weeks ago, bro. They just. I'm not saying that they can't you know get it together and, and win the tournament. I mean, it's very possible. They're they're a good team. They're a real good team. But right now, they're just not playing up to the to the what we saw from them. You know, and what we expect. Yeah. Weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um. My chill. Man, I can't, I can't. I hate this chill in this hotel. I hate this chill. But uh, Miak, it's coming. It's also coming down to the wire. Right now, I'm looking at this uh, Norfolk State Howard game, and Howard is up by 16 with 12:33 left in the first half. Uh, Norfolk State. We saw this on on what was that Monday when they got down to North uh, North Carolina Central as well. Um, and had to battle their way back, so it's um, they Norfolk, <laughs> Norfolk got to do what they got to do. Look like Howard finna take the uh, look, they about to take the uh, the Miak, yeah. I mean, Miak, another one of them, anybody could beat anybody type of conferences, man. You know, it's it's been anybody's game, like right now, you look at it. Central and in South Carolina State knotted up at 51. And then you got Copper State beating Morgan State by 13 and a half. You know what I mean? Like it's <laughs> it's anybody's game on any given night. So and I Del, Del, Delaware State beating uh Maryland Eastern Shore by eight yeah. with 14 left in the first half. I mean the second half, I'm sorry. Yeah, so it's okay, it's so. like how do you <laughs> any given any given night you wrote, you know, they tip it off. It it could be anybody's game. So Honestly, I'm kind of kind of impressed by what Howard's doing. I didn't think they, you know, be able to to get a, a lead like this on Norfolk. But like you said, we saw Norfolk have a a big deficit and, and, and fight back. So I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go, you know, count them out just yet. But it's for for it to be such an important game, I thought that we would have a you know a more tightly contested game. Completely agree. Um. Yeah, um, we talked about this conference, um, the shakeup, the ties at the top, the you know, what I'm saying, uh, first place being basically a hot potato to round, um, North Carolina Central, mm-hmm. the catalyst for all of this, the agent of chaos. Um, Josh came on and told us, and, and I'm gonna be honest with you. I listened to Josh. I was listening, and he he sold me a little bit. But I was thinking, yeah, he got a lot of school pride. This is more. It's probably just school pride talking. Yeah, no, no. He was, he was. I'm not gonna say he wasn't biased because he was obviously biased. Yeah, you know what I mean. But he obviously there was obviously some objectiveness there because he um <laughs> what he said came to fruition. Hey, <laughs> well. Josh was like, "Yeah, they got to come to the Eagles' nest." I was like, "Cap." <laughs> I ain't say I'm yeah, like, I was, yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah, "Okay, yeah, I mean, okay, all right." I was like, business. "Yeah," and and sure enough, and uh, I've been impressed. Tournament comes up though. Uh, when the tournament comes up, they'll be playing in uh, Norfolk State. Mm-hmm. That's um, a huge advantage. Huge advantage. Um. We'll talk a little bit more about the tournament on Monday when we're joined by um, Mr. Herb, Herb Stewart from uh, 
Uh, I know he's a, a Alabama State grad, but he's a, a big time B ball analyst. Um, so he's gonna break some things down to help us, you know, saying look at these these conference uh, tournaments a little bit better. See who who I try to make some sense of because <laughs> right now <laughs> it's yeah. everybody's. Um, yeah. So uh, speaking of tournaments, uh, SIAC is down to the semifinals. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a big upset yesterday. Skeegee got knocked off by Kentucky State. Yep. Big, big upset, bro. Um, I wasn't expecting that one, honestly, bro. Um, at this I, point, I thought it was gonna, uh, I thought it was gonna be a two for. I thought the uh, ski men and women was gonna win the tournaments. I mean, at this point, you gotta look at the, you gotta look at the SIAC and say, is it anybody's game? You know what I mean? Like, it's starting to look that way. I still, um, I don't know. I, I was kind of looking with you. I kind of thought Skeegee was going to get it, but I don't know. At this point, it's kind of anybody's game. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's talk a little football. A little football. Um, we talked about this a little bit last week with the HBCU Combine. Uh, Steve Smith Sr. Um, had high praise for Xavier Smith. Uh, Xavier Smith is the uh, – the uh, smallest stature uh, wide receiver out of FAMU who dominated combine numbers, um, blazed down in the 40, uh, very impressive in his in his in his drills and stuff. Um, Steve Smith basically labeled him the uh, all-star and a future NFL star. Um, we talked about uh, last, or on Monday with, with, um, with Gerald, and he kind of echoed, you know, saying some similar uh, uh, sentiments, but the problem was his size. Mm-hmm. And we know in the NFL, uh, size at wide receiver, it matters. Um, and he did not contribute a lot in the special teams game. Not saying he couldn't, but fam, you didn't use him that way. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd be, I'd be interested to see. Because I, I think he's definitely going to make a count. Um, I don't know if he'll get drafted, but I think he'll definitely make a count on UDFA, uh, undrafted free agent. So, But I'd be interested to see how whoever, whoever's camp he ends up in, how they use him in camp. Do they use him as like that slot weapon, kind of like we've seen like Tyreek Hill be used some, you know what I mean? Not necessarily saying he's Tyreek Hill, but you know what I mean? Just the kind of using him in the slide on some of the reverses, getting just getting the ball in his hand in space and letting him use his speed and his you know athleticism. Right. Or will we kind of see them turn him into a returner, kind of like what Turpin is for the Cowboys, or what like Deontay Hardy was for the Saints? Um, you know, a shorter guy who just uses his speed and athleticism in the return game. Mm-hmm. I think he could probably do a little bit of both. Um, but I just, you know, it just depends on how they use them. But yeah, Steve, Steve Smith definitely seems to be a, a, um, a good fan of, a big fan of Xavier Smith. You know what I'm saying? He, uh, came out after he did a little breakdown of him analyzing his film and stuff like that. Then he came out and tweeted out again, uh, tweeted out again the other day. If he ain't on your radar, he should be like, he's, he's really advocating for him. And I think he kind of sees a little bit of himself in him. You know, Steve Smith was a smaller guy. You know who kind of used his athleticism and quickness to kind of make a name. He was also real physical. I'm not, I'm not mm-hmm. taking that away from him either. But 
you know, a lot of a lot of his, you know, quickness and explosiveness is what made him who he is was also. So I think he might see a little bit of himself there. But hopefully, you know, this this acknowledgement from Steve Smith can kind of help Xavier Smith get, you know, get on some boards that he might not have been on from some teams and, you know, bump up some draft stock for him. Completely agree. Uh, Chuck, Chuck say Tyreek Hill. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Great example. So, yeah, uh, definitely, definitely hope that uh, he gets a chance. Um, HBCU Combine, uh, Jalen Flowers, quarterback out of North Carolina A&T, uh, started getting a lot of NFL attention, said a lot of teams started reaching out, started talking to him after the uh, HBCU Combine. So we see it works. Uh, we mm-hmm. see that it, it is it is is helping to at least draw attention, uh, highlight some of those players who would otherwise be kind of overlooked until they went into a, let's say, XFL or USFL. But it's going and getting them on the radar now. So, um, hey, you know what I'm saying? Maybe this will be. I think it might be a camp invite. You know what I mean? Yeah. Undrafted free agent type, you know, just to see what he's got. But I think, you know, that exposure never hurts. You know what I mean? We can talk about whether or not it's enough or not, but it yeah. doesn't – it never hurts getting that extra exposure. And this is proof of it. Right, right. Um, the NFL did have two players that were invited to the uh, – two HBCU players that were invited to uh, the combine, to the NFL combine. Isaiah Land and Mark Evans. Uh, Isaiah Land actually ran his 40 today. He ran a 4.67. Um, pretty good numbers uh, for an edge rusher. The only, I ain't going to say the only not problem. Bad. That's not bad. That's pretty good. <laughs> but there was another edge rusher that ran like a 4.37 today. And it's just like mm. Nolan Smith from Georgia. Yeah. No, no, no. It was it was uh the kid. It was another kid. Oh, you talking about the um? Yeah, I four, saw yeah. His, ran a four uh, three. Amare, Amare. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Nolan Smith ran a four three nine. That's what he. Oh, ran. did it? Oh, I didn't see. Yeah. I didn't see. I saw a four. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was unofficial four four, but yeah. Either yeah. way, still. Um, but and then, uh, there was a defensive tackle who ran a four five seven. I saw that. At two eighty. Hmm. Whoo man, quarterbacks beware. Yeah, quarterbacks beware. But uh offensive tackle beware. <laughs> I mean, um, how you block that holding. <laughs> yeah, you know that. Yeah. Um, I do, you know what I'm saying? I think Ozia I think Isaiah Land is gonna do well, uh test out pretty good. Um, I'm looking to see what Mark Evans how he does. I I'm forty time is not going to be. I think he's going some people on their bench. But yeah, that bench is where he's going to make his money. Um, Isaiah Land had a one point six seven ten yard split too. That's that pretty was, impressive. Though. That's that was really good. Um, so that was that was pretty and, good. And he's not as tall as he looked to me. Like yeah. he was only six three. I thought he was like six five. Mm-hmm. So I mean, when you look at that. Um, when you look at his 10 split, you know, 167, that's and then you look at his overall 40 time, you know, not having a stride of a 6'5, you know, like some of those other edge rushers are, you know, the, that you know, knocks him down from a 4'4 four, four or 4'5 four, to you know, 4'6'7. So, I think I don't think that 40 time is going to be a knock like 
some people may say it is. I think that 10 split shows he has plenty of burst and athleticism. I don't need to add nothing else to that. Um, <laughs> um, let's let's jump here though. Hugh Jackson. Uh, Hugh Jackson right. calls out the NFL and Power Five schools. I hey, I, I actually like it. I'm starting to become a fan of that man. Like, I I was I was you know kind of waiting see mode for a while, and last season didn't help his you know his equity mm-hmm. with me, but. He's done came a long way probably in the past three months. So I'll say uh like this right here is just another example of, of him understanding it. He gets it. You know what I mean? Like we saw Eddie George in his comments a few weeks ago, and this is in that same, you know, that same mode, I guess, you know, but they just show he gets it. Yeah. Uh here's his his Instagram post. Gotta give it up Gotta for coach. Big shout out to the coaches. Yeah. You see my coach, he believed in me this jump. I'm a product of his coaching. Gotta give it up for coach. Yeah, I ain't want to play too much, man, before we get hit with that yeah. copyright. Uh, but, 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 uh, to read you what it said, um, basically, uh, Coach Jackson's uh, Post says, um, despite their talent and expertise, minority coaches continue to be overlooked and underrepresented uh, in the NFL and Power Five schools. I'm calling on coaches to pivot and consider coaching at HBCUs. Not only will this give them an opportunity to hone their craft, but it can help bring more attention and resources back to the great institutions or back to these great institutions. Watch what happens with more support. These schools will continue to cultivate uh, future generations of top tier coaches and lead a new wave of success in football. Clarion call. I see you, boy. See you, Hugh. Um, some people, I did see somebody kind of, you know, what I'm saying throw a shot. You know, well, you weren't successful. That's the only reason why you preaching that. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw, I saw another little that was like you had your opportunity to hire black coaches, some, some, some. But yeah, I don't. There's plenty of black coordinators. There ain't no head coaches. That's the issue. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Um, I agree. Hugh Jackson. Uh, this is. When since Dion has has left, and we're gonna get to, to Dion in a second. But since Dion has left, Coach Jackson has stepped up in a lot of ways. Just you know, saying like stuff like this, calling out, "Hey, come help HBCUs. We can do better. Um, with your support, we can do this. We can do this. You know, we can expand. We can grow." He has found a way to. I think in this in his first year, I think it was more of a. I don't think this was a, a indicative of his coaching. I think this was more indicative of him just needing to adapt to not just being at an HBCU, but being at the college level, period. Yeah. Um, so with that being said, I, I do think he's going to succeed next year. Um, but what does success look like for Grammy? What do you mean what it look like? Well, I you mean, what, what, like? what 
I'm me, they, they, they ain't talk. What would be a successful season next year for Grambling? That's what I mean. More like, you know, saying, is it it's hey, only, we need it's to only be... one successful season in Gram at okay. Grambling. All right. And that's when you in Atlanta playing for the national championship game. All right. And it, I mean, I'm just anything less than that is not a success. I mean, there there can be progress. Okay. Well, part, but that don't mean it's going to be success. Okay. You know well, let me ask this: like, What will what would ultimately quiet the fans down? Oh, depending on who you ask. I um, I think there's a section of the fan base that wants to see competitive team. You know, um, yeah. one that at least has a chance to to be in the swag championship game you know what i mean and and then there's another section of fans that is not going to take anything other than being what we what gremlin was under under coach fives or better which is multiple i mean only way you could be better than what coach fives did was multi is multiple national championships so i mean if you got rid of fives for you then we need more than what fives gave us. You know what I mean? That's how some of the fans are thinking. And that's how some of the fans are thinking. And there's some that are saying, you know, just give us, you know, what fives gave us and just be competitive. Just, you know, give us a chance to be, to make the trip to Atlanta every year. You know, that starts with a competent quarterback and, and finding a quarterback. Um, And then, you know, you build, you build the rest from there, but that's the first step. And, you said what's the successful you know season that shit for Gremlin? To some people, if you find a quarterback, that'll be a success. You know what I mean? Um, me personally, I think you need to at least win like seven games, you know, next year. You know what I mean? You you need mm-hmm. your schedule isn't too too difficult. You don't got Jackson State, you know what I mean? So I feel like you need to you need to capitalize on some of that and when next year is, is kind of honestly, yo, I don't want to say a make or break year for him, but it's kind of like show me what you made of you, because you know, I mean, you've had time to bring people in, you've had time to get the staff how you want them, you've adjust, like you say, you've adjusted the college, so show me what, show me why you were hired, and this is the season for it. Yeah, um, I think a success will be getting that belt off the car. All right. <laughs> Get that belt off the car, Hugh, and, and your velour suits. Um, not your love, man. We, if if you oh my know, bad, it's not it's not Terry Cloth. Well, all right, go ahead. What you were saying? So if you're gonna talk about that, you gotta say something about the rented one in, in Baton Rouge. I'm just saying. Yeah, that, no, they said it wasn't rented. They said it wasn't rented. Said it was somebody who is associated with the schools riding down the street. They were like, hey, can we use your car for this photo shoot? And they said, yeah. And then they got through and they put gas in it. They went to the Circle K, put gas in it, returned it back. It wasn't a rent. It was a, it was just like, a, you know what I'm saying? It was an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Opportunity. But, hey, we didn't talk about this, though. But I don't know if you've seen, but schools everywhere have started doing you know what I'm saying putting driving with the, the cars on the field taking pictures. I mean, and stuff. it's 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 that's been done some places before, not to the same level as HBCUs. Oh, obviously, I, hey, yeah. listen, <laughs> <My> but, fact, <laughs> Alabama and them ain't even do a car, they had like a uh, 
they had like a four yeah, they had the, yeah, they had, had the, they had the ATV at the yeah, they, it was clean. I like. I, I was like, like okay, I mean, yeah. oh, all right, it's different. But, it's a little different, but okay. But like, yeah, Louisiana Tech, I know they um at the Graham did they wrote, and I know for a fact what that they theirs wasn't rented. That was straight alumni. I know for a fact, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's just. It's just HBCU setting trends. That's what they do. That, that's what they do. Um, set trends to a state to a point where uh, people can't get enough of it, and they want to take it everywhere. Yeah, they just want to take it everywhere. A lot of people, so we're happy to reintroduce our cool. too. <laughs> um, you know, at HBCUs, it's, it's kind of traditional that the band kind of coincides. I know it's a difference, but it don't have to be. We like one big happy family. So we go as you guys go to certain things we like, certain things we don't like. And I want to just get on the same page. And uh, we're probably going to have a new theme song that I want you guys to get, and it's not hard. And I think you can knock it out of the park because it's kind of a band type song. And uh, I need to get somebody to play so I can let you hear it. So I don't know if you know it, but when I say uh, pregame speech, give me my theme music, mm -hmm. and then the music clicks on, because we always have a DJ in the locker room, and, and here we go. But it'll be even, and taking it to a whole nother level when the band is able to execute it. And uh, it, that's going to be really, really good. Really good. You mean coming out of, out of the tunnel to that? Well, you, know, pre you got to do your thing. Yes. Well, pregame, we're coming out. We're coming out with that. Mm -hmm. And anytime we... Uh, Make plays or whatever, and we take the lead, which we gonna do. We wanna Just thinking like a turnover situation kind yeah, of thing. We wanna yeah. hit that. Yeah, we want that to be our heartbeat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when they hear that, they know we come. Easy. They know we just did something. We coming. ESPN, other outlets gonna pick it up. So we do a Ralphie intro video every year that they change. Do you want us to have that be the music so that we can we can run out to that too? Oh, I would. As uh Miss Body says, um, he misses us. Man, Chuck, Chuck, I'm with Chuck. Chuck says the the meeting with Deion Sanders is hilarious. I mean, to me, that's hilarious, bro. I mean, that, to me, to me, that's hilarious. Um, let's see where I'm gonna start. All right, Deion, obviously. Didn't want to be at HBCU anymore. Fine. However, Dion wants to bring the HBCU culture with him to Colorado. Um, and what I got, what I'm about to say, isn't just applicable to Dion. Um, LSU, Eastern Michigan, the young lady at USC, anybody. Um, who feels like they can recreate HBCU culture at a PWI and get the same thing, you're wrong. No, no matter how hard you try to recreate the culture, it won't be the same. You can't recreate the HBCU culture at a PWI and get the same thing. No, like, no matter how hard you try to hold on to the blackness of HBCU at this white institution, it's not going to work. You don't have all the ingredients. You can't recreate the dish without all the ingredients. And you don't have all the ingredients. 
Stop trying to recreate HBCU culture and embrace the culture of the PWI that you felt like was worth going to over HBCU. No matter who you are, Dion, the young women at USC, the band directors who go to PWI over A, no matter who you are, stop trying to recreate what HBCUs do and just accept and embrace the culture of the institution that you chose. Well said, sir. Uh, well said. Um, Dion, Dion, Dion. Um, this is like a bad news cycle. This feels like enough, bro. 20, this feels like 2015 to 2020. Some of y'all will get that reference. Not so much that uh, Dion is quote unquote a bad person. I'm not saying that. What he, you know, I, I'm tired of also hearing, oh, y'all just don't like what Dion did for HBCUs. First of all, give me receipts. What did he do? Because everything people brings up has already been refuted. Um, I was ignorant myself when I stated that uh, Dion helped create a HBCU combine. There was one before him, the year before him, if, if, as a matter of fact. He brought highlights to it. He he made it, you know, saying a little bit more, you know, saying palatable, meaning that more mainstream people were aware of it. But that's about it. Um, Dion helped get Sports Center on Jackson State campus. I'll give you that. But Jackson State as a whole, you know, what I'm saying has, has been the number one FCS uh uh in in attendance for years prior to Dion. So. It has not, it's not so much Dion, but what D, I'll give you this what Dion brought was celebrity. What Dion brought was um, his friends to a black party to let y'all see what it's like to hang around with the uh, with the kids on the other side of the track. Yep. That hey, it's not so dangerous. He took his wife's friends to the cookout. They had a good time, so now he went back to them to the suburbs and trying to have a cookout over there. Yeah, um, no, sir, that's a picnic. Yes, I said a picnic. Um, he has come out and tried to play victim. I'm tired of it. Stop. You you lied. Your daughter lied. And mm-hmm. the funny part about it, you know who called you out on your lie? Not on purpose, not intentionally. It was your son at the press conference. We didn't have that much. You know, you talked about crime and stuff. We didn't have that much crime. We we heard about it, but we didn't see it. You I'm sat just... there, your opening game and sat there and said, they stole my stuff out the locker room. They didn't. They They moved it so it could be safe for you. You never apologize. You came out and let them people lie and say, I um uh, I that Dion put money into building the facility. That didn't happen. What you did was you saw some things that you wanted to add extra and you paid for them extra things. But a facility was already being built when you walked through and toured and told people, I like that. I like what's being, I see what you're doing there. Your money, it wasn't your money. You sat there and let them people tell their lie and say they stealing money from Dion and ticket sales. 
not once have you ever come out and stated the, you know what I'm saying, for clarity, what was really happening. But what you did do was, again, play victim. When Ed Reed acted a fool, I understand. Sometimes you just got to leave. No, you don't. Sometimes you got to act your age. Sometimes you got to fit in, help out, play your role. What My thing is, okay, I'm not disagreeing with you, by the way. Dion, sometimes you got to leave. That's fine. If you're going to leave, then leave. And leave everything that at the place you left, leave it alone. Don't try to leave and, and take stuff with you. Now, now if you're going to leave, you're going to break up. T- leave with what you came with. And that you did. You took Shador. You took, you know, all the players that you, cool. But leave that culture where you founded it. I'm going to say, I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again. Coach E. Rob was right. Big fact. I'm done talking about T.R. Sanders. Dude, he gonna, I, I, I'm done, too. Um, the problem is he going to come around and do something else to draw attention. You're right. You're right. And it's going to be some. I would look, I I hope Dion can give Colorado as much attention <laughs> as he is trying to get from HBCUs. I mean, I just I just hope that he uh he actually loved Colorado because to me he seemed like the the dude who broke up with the chick got with the new chick was still talking about his ex all the time. He, he broke. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what it is. You ready? I'm gonna tell you what it is. He didn't broke up with her and got over there and found out she got a flat booty. It ain't what you thought it was. I'm gonna tell you what my grandmama told me. Everything feel, potato salad. I'm gonna tell you what my grandmama told me. Everything feel good to you, ain't good for you. Found out that they put raisins in that potato salad over there. Ain't all that. <laughs> Boulder is is so safe. It is the safest city. I ain't seen a police officer. Bomb, bomb, breaking news. Stay indoors. Active shooter. Chill out, bro. chill out, bro. chill out. We're not sit your goof ass down somewhere. We're you not doing all go that. I'm, I'm, I'm sick. It's like you doing all you doing all this capping for Colorado. <laughs> He's he's trying to impress the ex, bro. He's trying to show that he's so happy where he's at. But all he's doing is showing that you're not you worried about where you was at. That's all he's showing. Like it is he's obviously still wants to be at Jackson State. I mean you give can, me you my theme say, music. Make him a way downtown, walking fast. And I walk by. That's what you're gonna hear. Shut up. Nah, boy, you're gonna hear something like some. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna hear some Toby Keith or something. <laughs> Give me my theme music. <laughs> I got friends in low places. <laughs> Go 
that's the, what you gonna the hear. closest the closest you're gonna get to some hip hop is that uh that Tim McGraw and Nelly song. Mm -hmm. Cause it's over all in over my again. head. I know that one too. <laughs> hey, Blake said, oh, man. Blake from AYS says, I'm gonna tell y'all what my grandmama told me. Boy, get your fat ass out of my kitchen. Mm. <laughs> 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 all right. Everybody say, give my theme music. All my exes live in Texas. <laughs> All my misses live in Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> All my misses live in Mississippi. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, bro. Boy, 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 I tell you what. I wonder how many people filled out applications for their fake band application. That was plenty. Whoever came up with that was funny. Oh, that was hilarious, dog. I had I went to Indeed to see if it was real. <laughs> see if that was real. They they got me. I thought it was real, man. But it's just I'm I'm sick of because I'm gonna tell you what makes it worse. You got these goofies defending this and saying all this random stuff about HBCUs, that is not true. All it takes is a little bit of research. I, Google is free. Thank you. It's five minutes of research. This guy was talking about uh, Jackson State had 15, I only had $15,000 for, for uh, recruiting. I, like, I... Shut up. Yeah. Chuck Hunt, Chris Neely of the pregame Here we go. was denied media credentials after showing Colorado content on the show and changing the letter colors from red, white, and blue to black and gold. Jacksonians are mad at Neely. No, I don't think it's so much they mad at him. They just like, they, they tired of the fakeness. You, and I'm not calling him fake, but I'm, I'm going to say this. If you are a supporter of Dion, that's all good. It's all well and good. But you can't expect to be representing, you know what I'm saying? If you so built your if, perfect example, I'm going to give you an example. If we had a came out and said we are here only as a, a representative of Alabama AM. What? Of all schools, you're going to pick Alabama AM? Uh, you, what you want me to say? Grambling? We always talk about Grambling. I'm gonna say Alabama and him tonight. I'm just messing All right. with you. But no, nah, but if we had a came out and said we're all, you know, say Alabama and him. Coach Main to get a job at 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 Fort Valley State or or what well, maybe another HBCU ain't the break. But if we get a job at uh Troy. Perfect example. He get a uh uh example. I mean example, he get a job at Troy. And we continue, we just, we we tailor all our stuff to Troy now. People would be mad. I, I, I would expect people to be mad. Some people, we might get some new followers, but people might be mad. I'm going to say this. Um, I feel like he has creative control to, you know, design and, you know, spin his show however he wants to market it however he wants to do that he has creative control to do that and Jackson State has 
the right to approve and deny access to whoever they want. Exactly. Um, I, I don't feel like, I mean, it's to me, it's not one of them. Everybody has to give, everybody has to get access. Or if I've had access in the past, I got to get access because I had like, no, nah, circumstances change. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like Jackson State doesn't owe it to anyone to give them a media pass. And I feel like um, Chris Neely doesn't owe it to Jackson State to strictly cover Jackson State if he doesn't choose to. You know what I mean? And so, I mean, it's a, it's a decision that both parties made. And, you know, I feel like they're both right and in, in, in justified in doing what they did. You know what I mean? I don't feel yes. like it should be, it should be some big, you know, ordeal or some big dispute but but my because my thing is if if it wasn't Colorado if if he all of a sudden started you know put Ohio State colors in the background you know what I mean and started following Ohio State or I got a bit okay Marcus Freeman blackhead coach at Notre Dame okay so if he was like oh I'm gonna go follow the blackhead coach and I'm gonna go to you know and they and there was a and he was denied access because he was doing Notre Dame broadcast or whatever. People wouldn't have an issue with it. They would say, "Oh, well, you know, you you not all in, you know, whatever the case may be." But because it's Dion in Colorado that he switched everything to, they're trying to make it seem like it's some big issue. And I don't think that's the case at all, man. I feel like Jackson State just they don't want him to have, or you know, whatever reason they have. They denied him access, and I feel like that's their right to do so. Yeah. Um, I'm going to tell you the problem I have. It's called the Colorado, T-H-E-E. I mean, not Colorado, the pregame. It might should be called the Colorado, but it's the pregame. It's it's literally tailored around Jackson yeah. State. And I, and I get that. If you rebrand yourself, you can rebrand it however you want. Call it however you want. It's just – it looks – it looks suspect. It looks suspect. But, I, I don't. I'm not gonna say you sold out, but it looks like you you following you fo- you're following the celebrity. You're not here for the. I'm be careful. Could, I say this. I mean, he could, and that's and if, and if that's the thing, if he wants to attach himself to Dion and kind of follow Dion throughout his career, that's, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. But Jackson State doesn't have to give you access if that's what you want to do. And you can't cry victim when they don't. Yeah, that's that's my thing. Yeah, that's exactly. And, and Jackson State ain't crying victim that you going and doing this. So don't you know what I mean? Like both of y'all made y'all's bed. You got lay in it. Like that's, it's uh, it's consequences that there's consequences that come to decisions, and that was consequences that came with the decision you made. You got to deal with it. Yeah, uh, Miss Body, Miss Body said, "Pew, I need that shirt. Uh, one of those shirts." Yeah, shirt. I hey, I, I'm gonna hit you up after. I'm gonna hit you up after. Uh, let you know where to get it from. Uh, this not this not a a, a HBCU or Golden Boot exclusive. I have to. I ain't gonna advertise for nobody else. But I I let you know. <laughs> I let you know where where I got it from though. Oh, but man. um, yeah, man, it's it's. I wish anybody who who decides to cover any sports, you know, saying the much it's it's tough. Um, mm-hmm. I wish you much success, but I also understand how how, how it's played, man. Uh, how the game is played. It's not 
if you want to say fair, it's not fair. But what? Well, and that's the thing. Like Jackson State has to protect themselves also. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what people are failing to realize. This they can't just just start handing out media. Pay. And I'm not saying this is the case, but they have to. They have to use discernment in who they give media passes out to. You know what I mean? Because those media have access to a lot of information and a lot of, you know, privileged areas and things of that nature. So you can't just give it to anybody. And I'm not saying he is anybody, but yeah. they have the right to refuse it to whoever they want. Yeah. Yeah. That's our, uh Chuck brings up uh ASP Visual owned by Austin Robinson is the new media covering Jackson State. It is. They're part of uh he's a part of Tiger Talk, if I'm not mistaken. Uh also new members of Believe Podcast Group. Uh so shout out to them. Shout out to Mr. Austin Robinson. Uh looking forward to, to, to great things, great coverage. I really, really, to sum it all up, I want Jackson State to be able to live their life without having to hear Dion. Dion, Dion, 24-7. Uh, TC deserves better than that. Fastest way for that to happen is the field. Yeah, uh, TC deserves better than that. Um, I said before that uh, TC's have a tough job, and it's not so much, quote, following. It's because he's following Dion, but it's not so much because he's following Dion. It's because um, a lot of people still got them feelings, like I said, from from playing against He's got a target on his back. Yeah, he got a target on his back. They gonna they and just because you're not Dion, don't mean they ain't gonna try to embarrass you. So oh, they, that's they really gonna try to embarrass you because they feel like they can because yeah. you're not Dion. Yeah. So. Yep. Yep. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, moving on though, man. I think we we covered enough of that. Let me. Uh, yeah, I, I, I hope that's the last time we talk about that. Give me both. Uh, I do want to bring this up because we did talk about it a little bit last night, but there is a virtual meet and greet with our friend, Coach Asia Sims from Talladega College. Uh, she is the new gymnastics coach. For those of you who don't know, there is a virtual meeting on March 5th at 5 p.m. Eastern. That's 4 o'clock Central. That's uh three don't o'clock, even, don't even, yeah, three o'clock mountain that. time uh it's two o'clock pacific i don't know man y'all got it y'all can do it y'all figure that uh but 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 if you want to be a part of this uh for details you can email talladega gymnastics at gmail.com and get more more information on this again that is talladega gymnastics at gmail.com uh if you're looking to be a future 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 um gymnast in the hbcu you got fist you got talladega i'm sure there's more to come but reach out check it out so i'm saying so shout out to coach coach asia uh i don't know if you saw man she actually uh she because we we messed with her by being a graduate of alabama um they invited her she did the opening serve for the tennis team to start their season that's what's up so congratulations to her. Um hope that lives, but that's what's up. <laughs> uh Jackson State. Jackson State. Last story of the night, man. And this one is not surrounding. Let's end on a high note for Jackson State. Uh Jackson State women's soccer team. Congratulations are in order. They win the SWAC for the first time since 2013. Congratulations 
on a job well done. Uh, Man, Jackson State so women winning everything, huh? Hey, it's like Elizabeth. That's like Elizabeth City. Elizabeth City women won basketball conference tournament and volleyball. Jackson State women win soccer tournament and basketball. It's that's what's up, man. Some dominance around up. here. I know that's what's up. Um, and it's they, women and it's women's month. So shout March out to is, is March women's month. Yeah, shout out, man, to shout out to all those strong women. Thing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We would we wouldn't be nothing without y'all. We wouldn't be here. Would be y'all. here without y'all. Yeah. <laughs> The woman y'all had on a couple months ago, they said the woman y'all had on a couple months ago would be proud of that gymnastics program. Uh, it's talking about uh Raven, Raven yeah. uh Thistle. Yeah, she was uh yeah, I think we gotta reach back out to her to get home and talk about uh the wish. But yeah, we definitely, definitely uh I know she's definitely proud uh to see that thing grow. Um it's, yeah, man. Listen, shout out to Brown Girls Do Gymnastics. Um Coach Asia, uh, I can't think of the coach at Fisk, the Fisk women's gymnastics team. Uh, they get ready to finish out their season, their first season as the first HBCU program. Shout out to all women out there who are, are making things happen, man. We, we appreciate y'all. Man. So, you got anything else before we get up out of here? Nope. Let's see, what we're going to go out on tonight? Let's see. Uh, we'll be back on Monday. Monday. Uh, I can't promise it's gonna be at the same time. <laughs> We're gonna be here on Monday, <laughs> but uh, like that, man, we out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.